Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Gabby. And I'm Sarah. And we are two physical therapy students on our journey to get that DPT debt free. And our vision for you is to get through PT school on your first try without any debt. Join us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. The three-day debt-free challenge is coming back July 8th to 10th. And yes, it's really free because we know that SPTs are struggling right now and are searching for answers and we want to help. PT school is freaking expensive and it shouldn't have to cost you $150,000 to pursue your dream career to potentially make 60 k as a new grad. So let's get you on your way to financial freedom. We want to help you save money, make money, and create a plan. And at the end of this three-day debt-free challenge, we actually have a deep dive 10-day challenge. We call it From Broke to Bank. And you can also hear step-by-step stories of SPTs who are actually getting their DPT debt-free. And you can get 10% off by clicking the link in the show notes. Welcome everyone to another episode of Gratitude. And we are here today. We are so excited because we have a fellow SPT and all around awesome person today on the podcast. Ruben is here and we are so excited to have you on today. Well, thanks guys for having me. Oh, we're so excited. This has been like a long time in the making, whether you know it or not. Like (laughs) there are very (laughs) few YouTube students, like YouTube students. There are very few student (laughs) PTs on YouTube. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. When I was applying to PT school, I was looking all over on YouTube for stuff. I don't know if you guys were. And I was like, why isn't there that much out there? So we appreciate you putting yourself out there on YouTube. And before I go down that whole rant, (laughs) let's start with what got you into physical therapy in the first place. Okay. So initially I started off um actually as a pharmacy student so i was in a program where i was actually guaranteed acceptance into a pharmacy program as long as i kept my grades up but then i kept on thinking about pharmacy um and i'm like i don't know if this is what i want to do like even though i have like guaranteed entry um i thought about like when you think of pharmacists you think of they're kind of behind a desk and they're working and there's no really patient interaction and that's something i felt like that was super important and if i wanted to have a career in something do something for the rest of my life I want to be able to interact with my patients and my people I'm, that I'm helping them get better. I want to see the results firsthand. Um, so it started off with that and then it got me thinking. And then I, that's when I actually got into working out a lot. So the fitness aspect is also important. I want that in my life as well. And then my friend was like, hey, you should look into PT. I'm like, what's PT? I didn't know what PT was. So I was like, okay, well, let me look into PT. Um, he actually got me a job as a tech I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Worst case scenario, I don't like it, but at least I'll be making some money on the side. And like a weekend, I loved it. I was like, this, this is it. This is the job I want. So I worked to switch over uh, my major to PT. Um, 
had to get some courses and get some prereqs done before I applied. And then, yeah, the rest is history. That's so cool. I didn't know that about you. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. And tell us the journey, you know, applying and going through the application cycle to your first semester of PT school. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I knew I would have to take a gap year first just for my mental health. I was tired of school, so I want to take a little bit of a break. Um, and then when application cycle came around, I think I just, I don't think I've told anyone this, but I kind of had a breakdown. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm not ready. I don't think I'm going to get in. Like, I don't think my, my GPA is good enough. My GRE score is like, whatever. Um, I just don't think I can get in. Like, this isn't, so I was like in the middle of applications and I just, I stopped. I just quit. I was like, nah, I'm going to wait one more year. Make sure I give it my best. Like this year, I'm going to grind harder than I've ever grinded in my life. Um, and then I'll reapply. And if I don't get in or whatever, I'll keep applying and keep applying and keep applying. Cause this is what I want to do in my life. So that's what I did. Um, that, that year was a grind. Like, I don't think my, fr- I, I studied so hard for the GRE. Um, you could ask my roommates, like I, they would always go out and they're like getting ready to go out on Friday night, whatever. I'd be in my room studying my GRE book till they got back home. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just grinded up until then. And then I applied to a bunch of schools and then got in. Rest is history. So I think that's really fascinating. I appreciate you sharing that. Like you, you were halfway through the application and then you were like going to wait another year. And I think a lot of students can relate to that more than you might think because um, nobody likes to share that kind of stuff, right? Everyone likes to just say, Oh, I, I, da, 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 da. Oh, and then I'm in PT school. Okay. Well, what was all that? <laughs> like, yeah, like the in between. Yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate that. And, um, in the transition from like your, so two gap years, right? Yeah. From the two gap years to your first semester PT school, how was that? Honestly, it was, I, worked, I was working full time. So I, at the clinic that I was working at as a tech, I got the office coordinator position right when I graduated, which is kind of perfect. It just kind of fell in place. Um, so I worked there. I thought it was perfect because I can like, say that I have a different perspective on PT as in the administrative side. So I think that might've been an interesting tale, uh, tale to tell when I'm applying. And then, so I worked full time. I retook some classes that I didn't do so hot in. I um, did a lot more hours in different locations. So it was just a lot of planning and just grinding, but it was nice to not be in like PT school. Like I got to still just live my life and just pop around. But yeah, it was at the most, I was just thinking about getting in, you know, the forefront of my day. Yeah. And just the, the stress, I mean, we all remember applying to PT school. Oh my gosh. The amount of stress and overwhelm and figuring out like, oh, I need to, you know, shadow in other places than my job and doing all those things. But that's really cool that you were an office admin and that you did get to see the insurance side, you know, the schedule, yeah. taking payments, all of that. Uh, that's mm-hmm. really awesome. And how was entering? So first semester of school, how, how was that transition for you? Honestly? So this is interesting because uh, I hate to admit this, but when I was studying for the GRE, uh, as much as I was studying, like 
volume wise, I actually really enjoyed it. I realized that I actually missed school. Like I like the break, but I just like learning. Right. So I kind of missed, I was excited to get back into the group of things. And then PT school actually hit. I'm like, Oh my God, this is a lot. Oh my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> so that was, it was good. Cause I was excited to be like here, but then the wave of reality kind of hit at the same time. So Oh my God. So many students relate to that. That was me. I was like, Oh, I'm so excited to be here. And yeah, then you get there learning. and you're like, Oh, too deep, oh. too deep. <laughs> like, <laughs> too much, too much, too much. Um, I think that's so funny. So many people relate to that right now, or they're about to relate to that in the next mm -hmm. couple of weeks. Um, so thank you for sharing that. And mm -hmm. what did you expect? Like, what did you think PT school was going to be like? Um, it was kind of exactly like how I expect. I knew it was going to be hard. Everyone's like, you're getting your doctorate. Like, this is not going to be an easy task at all. Like, you're going to expect to grind. You're probably not going to see your friends um, ever. <laughs> uh, and you're just going to be, oh, I, I guess, I don't want to say miserable, but it's going to be a miserable three years <laughs> is what I kept on hearing. Um, and yeah, I just expected to just always be studying all the time. And then you also have some stuff that you're doing on the side right now. And you also started a YouTube channel. And what made you want to start the YouTube and like your other stuff that you have on the side? Um, so with the YouTube, uh, that was also just something I thought was so cool. I used to watch people vlog all the time on YouTube and I'm like, this is, this seems fun. Like, I think I'd enjoy this. And then I think it was actually when I got my acceptance into PT school. That, that's when my mindset kind of shifted because I was like, oh, okay, I have some time to kill before, like, I got in, so I have time to kill. Like, there's no way they're going to, like, take away my acceptance, right? So I'm like, I'm going to enjoy my life right now. I'm going to live life, live my best life. So I'm like, why not start a YouTube channel? Like, why not just do fun things? I, I never used to travel. I traveled to uh, Nicaragua for a uh, um, medical brigade. I never, tra like, I did that for fun just to experience that. And... Yeah, that was just something that I wanted to do, and then it just kind of fell into place. And then with regards to the other things, I just kind of, I've always been wanting to do more and more with things. Like, once I got comfortable, I don't like being complacent with just having, what I want to do, find a way to level up and do more. So with those two companies, um, Fit by Psy and Eager Lifestyle, I just, I was just excited to hop on to just do some more things with my life, you know? Like why I limit myself to being just a PT where I can do a lot of other things in my life as well. Because PT school is not your sole identity. And we always say that because mm -hmm. it's true, because there are so many things that you want to do and you don't want to be complacent. You don't want to be, you know, an average student just going and you want to learn more and to be able to shape yeah. that for your future, the future for yourself, especially as a future physical therapist. And that's so cool that you were able to um, start both of those and now just uh, inspiring so many people. So if you want to um, tell us a little more about your two, so two businesses, did you start them or did you start them with friends? I started them with friends. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Eager Lifestyle is a clothing lifestyle brand. Um, our main focus, our message is to pretty much empower people to pursue what they want in life, to be eager, um, and to just always pursue something that they're passionate about. And Fit by Psy, I started it with my roommate, 
um, it's company, it's a fitness company. So we do like personal training and we produce like informative content on like Instagram, YouTube, kind of educating people about like fitness. And we, a lot of it's backed. It's not so much the bro, the broy aspect of, Oh, I want to lift blah, blah, blah. It's like the science behind it. It's like the stuff we learn in PT school. And that's the stuff that we find so fascinating. Like I, there's this guy on YouTube um, a couple of guys actually, but the biggest one that inspired me was this guy named Jeff Nippard. He's a very big, um, he's a body, uh, power builder, uh, body, bodybuilder and a power lifter. He's a very big into the science aspect and he does a lot of informative videos. He does the research and looks at and reviews like um, articles and it's just like, wow, that's so cool. Like I used to think of fitness as just a bro lifting, doing some bicep curls and just not thinking about what they're doing. But there, no, there's science behind it. And that's, I mean, I'm in the science field and medical field. And like, that just perfectly correlates with what I want to do, you know? So why not delve into that? I think that's really cool. And I love that you said the bro aspect. Like, it's not just some bro thing, you know? There's yeah, the like, science hey, bro, it's, it's lift, you know? <laughs> Who cares what muscle, whatever muscle this is, you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and what year, when did you start those things? Can we put like a little bit of a timeline to it? So you had your two gap years, PT school, mm. where in there did the two businesses and YouTube fit? Um, YouTube. Okay. So I got accepted in December, of eight, 17, accepted in December 17. Um, so I had from January to August to just bop around and live my life. Um, and then I started YouTube in January of 2018. Um, the businesses, Eager Lifestyle was first started in January of 19 and Fit by Sai was in like March of 19. So that was actually while I was in PT school. I just wanted to point that out because many students are like, wait, where did these businesses come in? Like, how do I do this during PT school? Um, how has that been trying to like manage your time and, and do all of these things while still being a student? Mm -hmm. I think it's a matter of one, prioritizing school, right? Um, knowing that you're paying thousands of dollars for this education, like you better work your ass off for it and make sure you do the work. Um, and two is just working hard, and three is just knowing yourself, being honest with yourself with what you can handle. Like there'll be times where, oh, I might not be able to make this meeting for my business. And that's because I have to study. I have two exams coming up. And just knowing what you can handle and being honest with yourself. Like, am I really studying the best that I can or being the best student that I can be? And just learning and just constantly adapting what you can do and not taking on too much that you can handle, that you can't handle and just learning from that. And that's so important to, to touch on as well, because we know ourselves as students and, you know, all of us, we want to do well, but then we say yes to just too many things as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. just figuring out, you know, when to say, no, I have to study for this and really prioritize your time, like you said, and having really good time management. But um, also, like you said, having a business with um, friends and you can bounce ideas off of each other and then just like hold each other accountable, um, which is really great. And I know something that Sarah and I have done too. It's like, are you studying? That happens quite a lot <laughs> during finals. It's like you should be studying. <laughs> mm -hmm. And sometimes it's so easy to prioritize things that like everything but school, you know, it's like, oh, this is way more fun than school. I'm going to do this. 
like, no, you should probably study for that exam. And a lot of things that you're doing too, um, well, at least for Gabby and I, like school, we have to do well in school in order to be doing what we're doing. And so obviously school is top priority. Obviously all of our money is in school right now. Um, But there is a fine line of like, am I actually studying or am I just staring at this paper stressing about (laughs) studying and not really? Have I been on slide one for the last three hours? (laughs) Yeah. Like if I just had a title to this paper and nothing else, (laughs) like all of those things. You guys remember, you guys watch Spongebob? Yes, I remember. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) 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 What I learned in boating school is... (laughs) Oh, throwback. That was oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Childhood right there. Childhood. Yes. Except for all the new people now. This is May of 2020 as we're recording this, guys. For all of you future kids, I hope you got that reference. Oh man, please. if you guys don't know SpongeBob, please do us a favor. Go on YouTube, something, look it up. You'll go you'll on enjoy. YouTube. <laughs> oh, God. They have to go on YouTube for SpongeBob now. Go go on no, go on TikTok, I guess. That's oh the, god. The, oh my gosh. <laughs> that's that's the new that's the new thing. Oh <laughs> like ten TikToks to get that one little thing <laughs> from SpongeBob. Oh my god. I'm just I can see it now. Um, um speaking of, I love your TikTok. Or was it a TikTok that you put out with like um school online? And you like took a picture of yourself and you had your phone there. Was that you? You had like your phone there and then on Zoom and the teacher was just looking at your picture of you on your phone while you went and took a nap. Oh, no, that was not me, but that sounds awesome. Oh, somebody else had. Okay, well, Someone what was your TikTok? It. Yours was the clinical thing, right? Yeah, mine was the one where um, like you had uh, you had to present your documentation to your CI. Yes. You're nervous, you're nervous about it. Yes, exactly. Oh my god, oh. I thought that was so funny. I was like, that was me. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Yes. Okay. I know what you're talking. Yeah, there's so many of them now, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But, too many TikToks. Uh, too many TikToks. But I want to ask <laughs> you. So, what um, what have you been uh, like? What videos have you done for your YouTube page? And how have your classmates responded to it? Like, do you cl- include them in the videos? Or uh, yeah, all that. So I just posted one yesterday about what my summer my summer plans are for PT school, um, which is pretty much just talking about how clinicals are canceled, bad face. Um, um, and in regards to my classmates, um, at first was, I'm sure it was a lot of them didn't know what vlogging was, or they knew what it was, but they like they never met someone who had done it. I'm pretty sure. I was like, oh, why is this guy talking to a camera? It's kind of weird. <laughs> Um, so I tried to like get them into it and some of them were pretty on board. Yeah, they don't, they don't mind it. And they're like, oh, Ruben's probably going to record this. <laughs> That's so funny because people look at vlogging and they never think about the behind the scenes. Like yeah, it's... around with the camera. <laughs> I remember one on the trip to Nicaragua, cause I remember I vlogged that as well. I was talking to my camera in the airport and the guy next to me, he's like going on the trip as well. And he's like, who are you? talking to i'm talking to the camera like why (laughs) like i'm vlogging he's like what's that i'm like oh my gosh really okay oh oh god 
they're like, why are you speaking into a camera and you're doing all these hand motions and you're really yeah. excited. And they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> just some weird guy. Yeah. Cause if you look at it, just some guy talking to a camera in a corner, really excited by himself. Like that looks kind of off. <laughs> like security. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. But that's so great that you started, you know, when you got accepted and you've done it for, let's see, what has it been? Two, a little over two years now. Yeah. A little over two. That's awesome. That is so great. And just the, the following that you've built and really just showing a day in the life of, uh, you know, a student and like, showing all the aspects, good, bad, ugly of PT school and the roller coaster that it, it is. Um, but yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's been, it's been fun. Um, cause it's like an opportunity. I was first doing something I enjoy doing and people, a lot of people reached out to me and it's like cool to know that my videos have meaning and they've helped people, you know? I think that's a big thing for me is the fact that I've inspired people. I've, people have told me that they've learned a lot from just my videos and I'm literally just going to school crying every day, but someone's learning from it. So. <laughs> and then random people think you're weird for talking to your camera in the airport. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's an what? interesting life. <laughs> it's an interesting life of a vlogger. But it's easy to sometimes it's easy to forget like, that your, your stuff is valuable and people really love it and they learn from it. And then you get these random messages from people around the country or wherever. And they're like, this helped me so much. And it's in that moment, you're like, wow, that guy in the airport was so wrong. <laughs> yeah. I remember I had one comment from the UK. I'm just like, I'm watching your videos all the way from the UK. I'm like, oh my God, really? <laughs> me? Ugh. So sorry you're listening to my annoying voice. Oh my god. <laughs> they want to know everything that's going on in the in the states of oh, but how do they do it over there? And mm -hmm. how is it different? But um yeah, it's it's really helpful and like you said just, you know, getting in contact with students especially if they're coming into PT school and they're like uh, I don't know what to expect. Am I really going to be the analogy of drinking out of the fire hose and all the memes <laughs> surrounding, <laughs> surrounding that? But, um, yeah, right now, how have you been, uh, like, you know, handling and transitioning with the COVID-19 going on and what has your program done, uh, during this time? So right when it was announced for people to start going into quarantine, it was our about to be our spring break. Then they announced early spring break, so they have it extended. So it'll be two weeks instead of one. And then, and then once we got back, we started online learning and everything, everything was just online. And then from then on, it was just a struggle to wake up to class and just being so lazy. Um, and then we, everything, yeah, even practical, which was interesting. We had um, practical for neuro, and we supposed to have, it was a spinal cord injury unit, which was interesting because it's, we were supposed to find either our roommate's family member that was supposed to role play being a spinal cord injury patient. And I'm just like, dude, they're not going to know like that they can't use this extremity like that, you know, like, but they, we made it work. It was just 
an awkward experience though because they were proctoring through our Zoom and we had a separate recording device, which was, I guess that's the best we can do, you know, in the circumstances. But it was just awkward because it was just like some people were having technical issues and we're all just sitting there waiting. And then, yeah, it was, it was, I would not recommend it, but we had to do what we had to do. Wait, so did you all watch each other's? No, so we were all going at the same time. And the, the proctor or the professor was on the Zoom call just like going from screen to screen. Oh I guess. my God. <laughs> oh, it's just chaos. Yeah, I'm just, right? How many people like this, are in your class? So we had to split it up, obviously, because we, we have 57 people in our class. So we had to split it up into like, oh, this hour is going to be this third of you guys. But still, that's like, you're like, for an hour, you're just understand. doing that. <laughs> oh my gosh, looking on Zoom screens and just. Yeah, just. Oh man. Wow. So how did your, uh, you know, person who was role playing take it? Were they able to, you know, play the part or was it a, a challenge? Um, luckily, I was able to get my classmate to come over because it would just work because I would just be her partner. She'd be mine. So we had some idea of how to act out. Um, but some people were just telling me, yeah, my mom like kept, mom, you can use this arm. Like you don't have to pretend. Like, it was just funny. It was chaos, but it was, it was a good experience. <laughs> Look, it's so funny to hear different stories because, you know, we have all kinds of weird things. I told Gabby um, for my neuromuscular practical, what they did was instead of having a live Zoom like you did with all the people on at once, they had mm-hmm. us record on our own phones, but they had a piece of paper we were supposed to give to our mock patient slash family member. Gabby's laughing mm-hmm. already. Uh, basically, the instructions were play comatose. You are in a coma. <laughs> Don't make eye contact. Don't look at them. Don't move. What? <laughs> I'm dead serious. I went through an entire practical recording myself going through an eval of my fiance's younger sister being in a coma. <laughs> oh my gosh. So she was what? Rancho level like one? It was Rancho one emerging two. Emerging two. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so then. <laughs> oh man. That's good. That's good stuff. <laughs> the weird things we do in quarantine. Um, so how was the rest of it for you? How has everything else been going with online class? Um, what has been your favorite part and what has been, besides that weird practical, what has been like your least favorite? Um, well, I'll start with least favorite because it's just kind of upsetting going into my clinicals, right? Going into my third year, it's like I would have liked to have more hands-on time with my classmates and I'm like lacking that aspect of it makes me worry about how ready I am for clinicals. I think I touched on this in my video, but it's like, like we get a lot of PT, like all of it is hands-on, you know, like being able to work with patients and like practice with their classmates. Like that's, you need that. You need that repetition. You need those reps in. And I can't do that here. Like my, all my roommates are, I, I would love to ask them to help, but like sometimes they're, they're full-time working, you know, they have careers, they're working from home. I'm not going to bother them when they have like a conference call with their, their team or whatever, you know? So it's just kind of rough because I'm, I feel like I'm lacking that. And then once I finally get back into clinicals, I'm going to have to play catch up to try to be where I should be. So that's kind of the frustrating aspect of it. 
the nice aspect of it is that I'm just kind of chilling, which is nice. Just a lot less stress right now. Stress will come later, but right now I'm, I'm cruising. Yeah. And it's definitely difficult because I've been feeling the same way as, you know, clinicals are starting and not knowing where you're going, but knowing that you're still going to go somewhere. But yeah, the fact that you haven't practiced in months and it's like, am I losing this, these skills that I learned in MSK and mm -hmm. am I going to have to play catch up to get to the certain mark where I'm supposed to be at? Like if your program does the CPI, um, you have to be at a certain level and, and it's like, well, is my CI going to understand? Because they really should, especially during this time where they know that you've been doing online class and you haven't had yeah. those hands-on skills. So that's also, um, you know, something to think about, but yeah, a lot of students um, are, are feeling this and they're like, how, how is this going to affect me? Like getting to the level where I'm supposed to be at, and especially um, to entry level, which we all know we're going to get to. It's just, yeah, um, it's just longer. Can't think too much it's into, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But I'm curious to hear what made you want to start your two businesses and um, also, if somebody's listening and they're like, man, I want to start a business or I want to start a YouTube, like where would you tell them to start versus where you started? That's a lot of questions, but <laughs> I'll go one at a time. Okay. Um, so I'll start with how a lot of it was just, just, just having conversations with my friends and be like, you know, it'd be cool <laughs> if we started this. Um, and then at first, like eager, for example, that was just, oh, we used to just say that it was just a phrase we said when we were working out, oh, you got to stay eager, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then we're just like, one day we're like, you guys, you, you think we could like do something with this? And then we did our research and we're like, you guys want to like pull the trigger on this? Should we just start something? And then we, we did. And obviously it's been a huge learning curve of learning, like the legality, the trademarking, um, the production of actual products and distribution, social media, that stuff, that's all been a learning curve. But I think with starting a business, first you need to find something that you're passionate about, right? Something that you're passionate about. Cause I mean, it could be PT as well. Like you could be something PT related, um, but something that you really enjoy because you're going to start a business. You're going to go through some stuff. You're going to go through the rough days of like, oh man, I have no idea what the F I'm doing. Like I kind of maybe just want to give up, but it's something that you're passionate about and you want to keep working towards it. So that's key. And having a plan, you know, having passion is good and also having a plan because if you don't know what the hell you're doing half the time, which you will, like at least having a general idea of where you want to go. Because those are two important things, like having a passion, having a mission and just knowing what direction you want to take it. And that's, again, like I said, a learning curve. And then what about for YouTube? YouTube, okay. Um, so what, like, just why did I do it? Yeah, and then also if someone wants to start, I guess it's, it's basically the same concept, right? You want to have a passion, you want to have a plan, but um, it all started with vlogging for you, right? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't necessarily what you're doing now although you still are like would you say that your youtube has kind of evolved yeah i'd say it definitely evolved i mean in terms of not even only just video production like skill and quality it's just 
because with vlogging with YouTube, a lot of it is learning how to be yourself on camera, which is hard for a lot of people. Because at first you're going to be like, hi, I'm, oh God, God. hi, uh, welcome to the video, guys. And then you get, you get more comfortable and you're like, hey guys, what's up? Kind of thing, you know, that's something that comes with time and practice. So that's one thing is just learn, know that you'll be making mistakes and you'll get more comfortable with things and don't compare yourself to those high-end people that have millions of views because it's like, you're not going to get there overnight. Oprah wasn't built in a day, you know, you're going to, it's something that you need to keep practicing at and like, and don't worry about equipment either. Like I, I used my phone for almost a year and a half. I don't have, I just bought a camera, you know? So don't worry about the, the little minute details of it. Worry about just getting your message out there and just starting it, like having fun with it. Oh, I love that. Having fun with it and just, just do it. Take that imperfect action and mm -hmm. just go for it. And you can, we were just talking about this earlier. Like you can reach out to students who are doing this or watch a YouTube video about how to make a YouTube channel. And yeah just go for it because so many people need, you know, want to hear your experience and everybody's going to have a unique journey. So, uh, that's really great advice. And, um, so glad, like we all start from somewhere that awkward, like just, Oh yeah. We start, it's going to take yeah. time. Mm -hmm. Like I remember my first video, I think I watched it last week just to reminisce and literally the first five minutes of it are me freaking getting ready just like pouring a cereal into a bowl of like different camera angles. And I thought that was so cool at the time, spending five minutes just eating freaking Fruit Loops. But <laughs> now it's like you grow, you know, you'll, you'll live and you'll laugh and you'll learn, you'll watch it later on. You'll be like, oh man, that was dumb. But you're in a better place now and you've learned about it. Exactly. I think yeah, just being open to making those kind of mistakes. And if you guys need a push to start something, this is your push, guys. This is me telling you, do it. Just do it. Make those mistakes. Take that leap of faith. So true. And for, okay, so this is, um, I know this is a big question, but what advice, one piece of advice would you give to current SPTs uh, about anything? Anything that we um, talked about or just in general? That's a tough one. I know you gave a, a lot of good advice already, but I always um, also try to rephrase it a little bit. Like, what do you wish you would have known? Like, what would have mm -hmm. really helped you going oh, through yeah. PT school too? Like, what would really help a student right now? Um, especially, I know this is kind of like a totally different time. We're recording this in May of 2020. So, of course, we're all online right now. But um, what do you wish you would have known? I guess it's not so much what I wish I would have known, but this is just real quick. One thing that you should always remember is why you started, you know, think about why, why are you pursuing PT? Like 90% of us are actually probably all of it. I'm going to willing to bet all of us are here because we want to help people. You know, don't forget that you're here to make the world a better place here to put a smile on someone's face, go have them go from um, potentially having some, some severe impairments to having them live their life like normal again, you know, just always remember that that's what you're fighting for. And even though like you're in, in tough times and you're struggling throughout school, just remember you're going to make the world a better place one day and you'll get there. Like this is the, this is the trials and tribulations you got to go through to get there. But 
dude, one day you're going to be a doctor and you're going to be making someone's day. Someone's going to be going, I wish my PT was so good. You should go to her or him. And they changed my life. You're going to make an impact on someone's life. Just always remember that. And then other students, you'll inspire like pre-PTs or, you know, other people, the next generation of physical therapists. Like, it's just so crazy. It's a huge domino effect, a huge wave of Mm -hmm. if you were to put yourself out there one step in front of the other, keep thinking about your why. And obviously it's to make the world a better place, right? It's, it's such a, a generic why, but it's so deeply rooted. It's so into powerful. Humans. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, oh, I just love that. that. That was so good. And just to really think like you are making a difference in your patients' lives and, you know, they're going to, they're going to say, um, you know, my, my physical therapist changed my life. And that statement is just so powerful. That's crazy. And, uh, right? It gives me chills. Like, oh my gosh. Um, just think but, about that, man. You changed yeah. someone's life. Exactly. And, you know, just go for it. So mm-hmm. uh, one last question for students who want to reach out to you because we know there will be people reaching out to you after this episode. Where can they find you on all social media platforms. Oh man, I okay. So, YouTube. Okay. I, oh man, my YouTube. My my usernames for all my social media are stupid, but I stick with it because I just want. It kind of speaks to my personality, just like being goofy. So I made them all when I was like ten years old. Um, so my Instagram is R J T H Ninja. I thought I was cool by spelling the wrong. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna spell the wrong and people will think it's cool but okay so that's it's rjth ninja that's what it is right now i'm probably not going to change it because that's just what it is um my youtube is uh just ruben cabre r-u-b-n last name c-a-b-r-e and i mean you could look look, reach out on facebook as well yeah whatever reach out to me i'm not i don't bite cool we appreciate it thank you so much for coming on today ruben yeah thanks guys for having me Oh my God, it's so good to chat with you. And I'm sure we'll have to do an update episode, like, you know, when we're all doctors. So, (laughs) (laughs) yes. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.